Leslie, what have you been up to? Actually, I've been meaning to tell you, I've been getting really into cryptocurrency. Huh. And by crypto, I mean beanie. And by currency, I mean babies! It's a fun time with Katie and Leslie. 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 Fun, fun time, time, fun time, fun time, fun time, fun time. Are you ready for a fun time with Katie and Leslie? Whoa! Beanie Babies. Mm-hmm. What are they? Um, I think they're the best way to describe them. Uh, they were created, I think, in the late 90s. I should do my research on this, but I've been just way too busy just collecting those boys to, to really put in the time. You, you gotta know. stack them. You gotta look after the serial numbers. They're collectible items. You gotta keep yeah. them in their original packaging. It's a lot of work. Keep those little heart-shaped tags in a little heart-shaped plastic bit to keep them protected. Aww. Yeah, that's one of the things that I've been having to do. I've just been going around, going to sort of car boot sales, you know, casually flying to Canada to go to garage sales and flea markets. <laughs> I've been looking at eBay. I've been looking at eBay.ca. I've been looking at eBay.com. I've been looking at eBay.com.au. I've been looking at eBay.com.nz. Fuck. Etc. I've been looking at Amazon.co.uk. I can't believe you've not even been looking at Indonesian eBay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot that was an option. <gasps> amateur hour over here i mean i just it's a very recent thing i've had a lot going on this has just been a side project but i am finding myself thinking about it more and more and more every day so yeah yeah so from my understanding people bought these a lot in the 90s with the understanding that they would appreciate in value and that hasn't happened never happened never would happen I don't know. I think I'm on to something good, Katie. Yeah, of course. Sorry, <laughs> Leslie. I don't want to. I know you put all of the money from the podcast in that. And well, I said the money from the podcast into half into Beanie Babies and half into chartering your own flights to Canada while the airports have been closed. Yeah. Also, all the profits from our recording studio that is now Canon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the big podcast. Um, no such thing as fish records in our podcast studio, what we own. That's true. Yeah. Um, my All of the big murder. podcasts. Um, um, my brother, my brother, and me records. Yeah, uh, serial did because our podcast studio has been going a long time. Yeah. So, so there, there she was. <laughs> uh, what's her face talking about Adnan? Adnan. That's not his name. Isn't Adnan? You know who records and famously records in our podcast studio, <laughs> Rahula Stapa, which is Richard yeah. Herring's Leicester yeah. Square Theatre podcast, famously yeah. records in our studio. That is absolutely true. I keep on telling him to change the name and he won't. <laughs> Rahula. It's nowhere near. Cal. Rahaft Wackle Studio. Yeah. Stapa. It's a catchy name. Um, <laughs> Mark Marin, he always says that he records in his like garage, but actually he records in our studio. He, re- he records in the garage of our studio because it's so upmarket. It's the only thing that he can afford. It's true. Um, <laughs> he can't afford anything cheaper than that. 
And the only thing we can afford is lots of Beanie Babies. That's true. I have so we many. We can't even afford our own studio anymore. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I, it's going to be worth it. I promise. Yeah, because yeah, once we do that, we can get some, you know, good soundproofing. I'll be less echoey. I mean, if nothing else, we can jam the Beanie Babies into the corner. <laughs> Real like that bit in Zombieland where they're playing uh, Monopoly, but they're using real money because they're in the apocalypse and money doesn't matter anymore. That's the same vibes as using Beanie Babies as soundproofing. (laughs) Because we're in the apocalypse and Beanie Babies don't matter anymore. You just just wake up in the night and just see beady eyes staring at you. Oh, fuck, that's horrible. And, And it's Peace the Bear. Just light a fire, you can just see them glinting. It looks like they're moving, like a thousand spiders on the wall. Arachnophobes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. Absolutely toxic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's great. Also, they're just all so cute and so soft, Katie. They're, just they're all... cute. That you know what? Floppy and not enough teddy bears do that. Like you can go to your build a bear and you can underfill it, but it's not the same. It's just the pure floppiness of this beanie baby bear, baby bear. Beanie baby bear, baby bear. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, Ty was on to something really, really important with that. I've also actually been wondering, because as I say, like I've been really getting into them, but I haven't really done the research yet. I didn't really expect Mm. to talk about it at this much length this early on in this project, but here we are. Um, You know, we just don't know what we're going to talk about until we get to the studio, do we? No, no, you know, planning... Planning is for people who have, you know, have a podcast, whereas we own a studio and many Beanie Babies. Because because we're having to rent out the studio for such long lengths of time to afford this Beanie Baby collection, uh, we don't have much time to record. So actually, that's the thing. I feel like we should come clean. Uh, The last episode where I said I had to go to Brighton, that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had to, to just... We just we, Adam Buxton was coming in. <laughs> yeah, and we were like, oh, we want to meet him, but he was he didn't want to meet us. No, no, he was just like, I've rented the space, can you get out of here? I've got Bob Mortimer coming. And uh, so I took my arm full of Beanie Babies, crying, and I left. Yeah, and they, they soaked up all the tears and became even heavier and even more floppy. <laughs> and the beans were all dried beans, and now they're very wet beans. <laughs> yeah. Now they're basically just cloth sacks of hummus. <laughs> I mean, great snack. Um, yeah, so truly, it's truly the go-gurt of our generation. <laughs> so yeah, so I've been I I do feel like I have limited knowledge about Beanie Babies. So one thing I've been I've been wondering about, and I feel like we could probably figure this out if we just chat about it, or maybe you'll mm-hmm. have some knowledge that I don't. I wonder what kind of beans they are in there. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've... <laughs> Good chat. <laughs> what are Beanie Babies really worth errors values? Beans made of... Because it's like, you know, I feel like the assumption would be like it's like a bean bag, but I really like the idea more of it being like green beans. The toys are stuffed with plastic pellets. Oh. Um, close brackets, quotation marks, beans, quotation marks, 
close brackets. Oh no. Rather than conventional soft stu- stuffing. They come in many different forms, mostly animals. Are there people, Beanie Babies? I think there might be because I feel like I do. I haven't seen them in my travels so far and I'm kind of grateful for this, but they do haunt my dreams. I think I recall seeing people-shaped Beanie Babies in the past. I have been told off for swearing too much on this podcast, so much that we did do an episode where we didn't squ- didn't swear. But this is not the episode, so can I just say what the fuck? Yeah, no, it's, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, though, if it's a false memory, but I feel like I can picture them really well because I feel like they'd have those sort of little, little, little beady eyes, but be humans. Maybe some, like, yellow felt for hair. <laughs> Okay, so I did scroll down to history with the original ones, and um, one of them was Pinchers the Lobster with yeah! some tag with some tag errors with punches. <laughs> wow, I love, love them! Oh, that's so good. So yeah, we've solved what the beans are. Uh, a bit worrying. I guess it wasn't really a, as much of a time for trying to do things environmentally friendly, was it? No, it's the 90s. And they are a big corporation, so they probably wouldn't even now. (laughs) They skinned live animals to fill them with plastic. (laughs) It was the 90s who gave a shit. It's just a felt exterior with live animal skin inside. (laughs) Yeah, there's no reason for them to do it. It's like putting milk in salt and vinegar crisps. There's no reason. Just fuck the environment. I heard that every beanie baby has a birthday. It's true. Both you and me were individually born, and I feel like we might... (laughs) Um, That's news to me, Katie. uh, (laughs) I thought we came out of a pod and then made a (laughs) podcast. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Our network, who we definitely have, just... Yeah, just has like a load of eggs in their attic. <laughs> like, oh, we need a podcaster. Let's get some little freaks. <laughs> sit, sit on this egg. <laughs> I feel it would explain our plumage. If you were an egg, and you know how... So you, <laughs> so you know how if a frog sits on a chicken's, le- chicken's egg, it forms a cockatrice. <laughs> Who sat on your egg to make you the way you are? And I will also answer... I'm having a lot of trouble with this question, so I'm trying not to go. I'm not trying to. I'm trying not to go for one of the two most obvious answers I could possibly say, which are Muppets or David Bowie. <laughs> I was literally thinking it's either Animal or what's the blue one? He's also furry. Not Grover. Uh, uh, Cookie Monster. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am literally wearing pajama pants with Cookie Monster on them at this exact moment. And I can see David looking at me from your arm. Yeah, he lives there. (laughs) Maybe that's like a timeshare thing, like what penguins do. For me, I don't know, probably some goth shit. Yeah, (laughs) the band Bauhaus. The the band Bauhaus. (laughs) In their little nest. I would like Nick, I think Nick Cave, because he's got more of a sense of humour than the the Bauhaus. Um, Their Bauhaus. That their Bauhaus. Um... (laughs) I, yeah, I'm going to say Nick Cave sat on a chicken's egg and then I came out. He's too gangly. You break it. He's too bony. Yeah, I've seen true. that man pelvic thrust in front of me and I was like, oof, you're right. <laughs> How's it going? Have I told you about the time I met Nick Cave? 
No, have I told you about the time I met Nick Cave? Let's share Nick Cave stories. Nick <laughs> Cave stories, that's the segment. Um, <laughs> you know, Beanie Baby episode. It has to be something to do with Beanie Baby. Right, so we're going we're gonna to talk about how we met Nick Cave on this Beanie Baby episode yeah. into the podcast. We have to insert a Beanie Baby in it somewhere. Okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's. So I was in, remember that time I did that wild lie about going to Brighton? Yes, Nick Cave was in Brighton. Actually, I did meet him in Brighton. Yeah, but not. It wasn't that time. Oh, okay. Because that time didn't happen because it was it was a, a lie to cover my Beanie Baby obsession. Yes. So, so years ago, before I even remembered that I would once love Beanie Babies, I was in yeah. Brighton. I went to see a gig. This band that I really lo- love called The Kills, and the show ended. My friends and I were stood right at the front of the venue. And the show ended and everyone filed out. But because of the way the venue worked, we kind of had to wait for everyone else to leave to really be able to get out. And as we were standing there with our backs to the stage, we were just sort of like looking toward the back of the room. And then we saw Nick Cave. We're like, is that that, that Nick Cave? (laughs) And it was. And so then we went outside and we were going to try to go meet the Kills, the band that we'd just seen. And then we just ran into Nick Cave and he was smoking a cigarette. And it was, and we were kind of like, it's fucking Nick Cave. We... He's right there. <laughs> he said it was before I lived in the UK as well. It's when we were just visiting. Oh, and so we're like, just about, yeah, we're just like, Nick Cave casually just around, and so, um, and so we saw other people approach him, and so then we're like, okay, ice broken. We can, we we're not the ones bothering him. He's already been bothered. Let's, you know, mm. let's take this opportunity. And so I was like, oh hi, you know, I didn't really know what to say. I was like, hi, oh, you're amazing. Um, can we get a photo with you? And he went, well not gonna say no to you <laughs> that was the time i met nick cave and then also he was because we're, we're all canadian so he said <clears throat> he said something like oh where in where in america you're from we're like canada and his friend was like nick <laughs> and his friend was a beanie baby and that's why it can be in this yeah exactly yeah, yeah 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 it was a beanie baby <laughs> but like quite a gothy one <laughs> yeah which i like to think of a very small kind of gothy beanie baby just in the top pocket of his suit jacket it was just coming out yeah just flopping out like legs the frog <laughs> but what's so the eyeliner I, the time i met uh, nick cave was uh less uh serendipitous in that i paid a hundred pounds to go and see nick cave nice but and you was... knew for a fact you were gonna see nick cave so yeah, if yeah, you hadn't sure. seen him that would have been quite depressing <laughs> where is he yeah, I went with a couple of friends and um, it's the most I've ever paid for a gig and it's been the most worth it of any gig I've been to in my life because um, we were right at the very front in the like ice skating arena in Nottingham. And, um, was he on skates? He wasn't. They, they, go, they put, they put um, boards yeah. down, but which is a shame. It would better if they hadn't. Yeah, it's always cold in there, which is like the perfect atmosphere for a gig because it like it's yeah, horrible at true. first, but then it like in the long run it's nice. So Nick came us that, and we were right at the front because we got there super fucking early. Yeah, and um, there were some other goths around, and then yeah. every time uh, he did a thing, it was obviously like t- set list for like an arena gig. Your set list is tight, but he was just kind of like any requests as a joke because um, people kept on shouting things out, and everyone around me was like the birthday party, and then he was like. <laughs> what and they were like first and he was like huh and we were like ah! uh, he acknowledged us but anyway uh, for the last few songs uh, he would just like get people over the barriers in the audience to go on stage with him and i got over the barrier um ah! like 
and it was so sweet because um yeah like people around me like I was really close to, to getting over when the security guards were like no more no more but I was like half I, like I was really close and I just remember and from talking to my friends it wasn't them it was a random stranger just put like a hand firmly on each bum cheek and then not even just a push like like a grab and a push like it was just like everything this person had got to kind of shove me on stage and it came and I'm forever grateful for this day yeah. um but I was having a whale of a time and then um and there are whale-shaped beanie babies out there, there are whale-shaped I was having a whale of a baby beanie, ba- <laughs> beanie baby shaped thing at a time and apparently because you know I'm a goth and I was like pretty cool um the big cameras were focusing on me and I was like in front of, I was like oh that's a lot of fucking people um but <laughs> the best part was during one of I can't even remember the song because I just like I was watching him and he'd like um reached out to me and we were just we held hands and was looking into each other's eyes and he sang at me and I was like this is the best thing that's ever happened in my life and I was like I'm holding eye contact I'm holding eye contact and it went on weirdly long and I was like oh and then afterwards <laughs> we just like everyone got funneled out um after they like after Nick Cave had got off like he left one way and we were very much forced another way so we couldn't follow him <laughs> but obviously I was separated from my friends so I just kind of stood absorbing what had happened <laughs> And my friends just found me kind of like crying in a corner, like, Aww. they came off my hand. And I was really, and, and then, but, um, and one of my friends was a beanie baby. <laughs> Which one? Um, I was with my boyfriend at the time, Ben, and his friend, Sam, who's very cool um, and is um, involved in the Green Party in. Darby and is also a, a beanie baby. Nice. What what animal is he? Oh, seal. Nice. Da, 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 da. Wait, do I still have it? <laughs> that wasn't even intentional. Oh wow, that's very good. Um, it just happens. And, and it just then... happens when we say seal. <laughs> Sorry. And and my ex-boyfriend Ben was a smelly dog. <laughs> and and Nick Cave is a c- celebrity. Your chosen celebrity. <laughs> and you saw him and you looked into his eyes and you went, <laughs> And it was just really nice for you to remember that just now. <laughs> But anyway, we, we we digress. I feel like I feel like we've really gone off the, the subject because we are doing a podcast, and that podcast is a fun time with Katie and Leslie. <laughs> Go on, play the two minute and forty five <laughs> Katie Frog song. I fucking dare you! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Please turn it off. Please. I'm sorry. I should never have doubted you. Nick Cave stories. Did you know that um, Staggerly was originally named after a stick insect? Stick insect, beanie baby.
Did you know that Into My Arms was where he wanted Beanie Babies to go? <laughs> and they, I can't, I, did you know that Oh Children is a request for, for kids to give him their Beanie Babies? <laughs> oh Children giving him Beanie <laughs> do you know <laughs> red right hand he actually just got confused with the red spider beanie baby and thought it was his hand <laughs> <laughs> did you know that he wrote nature boy about the time he had a bunch of like wilderness animal beanie babies all over him and he was like i look like a real nature boy <laughs> So, you know, the, the music video for Henry Lee and how it's like really sexy and hot. Um, it's it's amazing when you think that the the woman in the video is, is, actually, is actually a beanie baby that they just put human skin on. <laughs> they do a beanie baby sometimes is they just put human skin on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And that's another reason I love them. That's one thing. <laughs> and to think, at the start of this episode, I was poo-pooing the idea of a non-animal beanie baby, and here we are. <laughs> here Nick we are Cave's wife is a beanie baby made out of human skin. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, would you like a prepared segment? Would I? I don't know. I'm, I'm still looking at Nick Cave songs. Yes, probably, but I want to see if I can do one more. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, go for it. Did you know that the song apparently from Ghostine, Bright Horses? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll see also White Elephant. Oh? Yeah, oh, see nice. also. That's a completely reasonable pull. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, now you, I feel like you need to take this under control. <laughs> did you know that jesus alone from skeleton tree was written when he saw a beanie baby of jesus and he felt sad i wonder if there is a beanie baby of jesus they did some I fucked up so. christian shit uh, <laughs> did you know that um so his previous band has um that one of their songs is Mr. Clarinet, which is uh, just a clarinet beanie baby. It's one of the non-human ones. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I, I, I didn't know that, but I, but I like it. Did you know that the song What Must Be Done by Nick Cave and Warren Ellis from the soundtrack of the assassination of Jesse James was really just about their collection of beanie babies? <laughs> we you must know? purchase them. It, it must be done. <laughs> Did you know that um, the friend catcher by the birthday party is just what they called Nick Cave when he was out shopping for Beanie Babies? <laughs> Katie Mitchell's top ten capitalist birds. <laughs> Which was a list I started coming up with, and then and then I realised that Beanie Babies aren't just bears; they're all sorts of animals. And so I got down three bears and Mickey Mouse, and then they get <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> Let's hear those three bears and Mickey Mouse. So I've got a top ten capitalist bears. Um, 
So right at the bottom, I have the concept of Fat Bear Week, which is a thing <laughs> somewhere in America. I look forward to it every year where um, the bears are getting ready for hibernation and they're putting on as much weight as possible. <gasps> and it becomes like a little competition where or like where the wildlife agency just puts all of their data on the internet and then people like go through it and it's like a competition who can find the fattest bear where they're basically like it's a PR thing and they're outsourcing work to the public and it's good and these bears are so fucking fat (laughs) and like I can fat bear week is so good I think I went to look at the winners there's one which is like bead bead nose um, I highly recommend googling Fat Bear Week. Oh, choose the fattest bear of the year. <laughs> Fat Bear Week is an annual tournament celebrating the success of the bears of Brooks River in Katami, Kat, sorry, Katmai National Park. From 30th of September to October 6th, your vote decides who is the fattest bear. And <laughs> oh, that was it. The Fat Bear Week champion 2019 is 435 holly and it, they it truly round amazing Aww. i think she, i remember that name it's like a little celebrity it's nice seeing them every year um <laughs> but yeah they've got like brackets and um it's all it's just it's very good and i don't know other than probably just like a little bit of fat phobia in my part of thinking like oh people call bankers fat cats why not fat bear week but realistically yes. they, they do need all of the salmon yeah yeah uh, um, i've got bear in the big blue house because oh, yeah, he rents to all of the other puppets he's a landlord and he seems very nice and chill he's got kind yeah, but eyes they always do don't they and you kind of go like but how did mm. you get into this line of work yeah i've got an all right landlord who i get along with but even so i'm kind of like hmm you you okay well yeah you kind of go oh well you know you're you're a good one of them yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly i've got paddington who is invested very heavily in the marmalade things also has i haven't seen paddington 2 but i know it was the best film on rotten tomatoes for ages and i remember when it was was on tv a few weeks ago because everyone i know was talking about how they're all crying at the same time at paddington 2 and i feel like I, i must see it yeah i haven't seen either of them I think I need to get like an Amazon Prime subscription to watch it. So fuck off, Bezos. Yeah. Uh, more like Paddington Bezos. <laughs> Just oh, everyone unsubscribes from the podcast. Like, how dare you? So next on the list of top 10 capitalist bears slash other animals, I've got Clifford the Big Red Dog live action <laughs> film with Jack Whitehall doing a shit American oh, accent. Yeah. And it's uh. they've got a hyper-realistic, massive red Labrador. Um and it looks bad. It looks but really again, bad. I thought Cruella looked bad, and then I watched it, and I became obsessed with it. So yeah, I who mean, knows? Hey. maybe maybe you love Jack Whitehall as a, as, a, as a result of this. I like. Hey, he was my least favorite bit of Good Omens, but I liked Good Omens. Maybe yeah. he'll grow on me like olives. <laughs> olives are always growing on you. Yeah, old, just like, old olive branch, Katie, over here. <laughs> Does I grow like a tree? I, what I did was I ate an olive pit when I was a child, and it's been growing out um, inside me. Uh, now I've I just reach in or get them. Go, hmm, salty. I had, I had a very beautiful moment uh, when I was having uh, lunch with my friend Robbie, and um, 
we got uh, this like the vegan focaccia at a place called Ugly Bread Bake Bakery in uh, Nottingham, and it has olives on. And I took a bite, and it was it's kind of all of the shittest roast vegetables, but the bread is really good, which makes Ooh. up for it. Um, it's literally like mushrooms and aubergines and olives, mm. and I'm like, those are the worst of the vegetables. Yeah, um, but I had to, I took a moment and went a bit quiet and looked at him and I was just a bit and he was like what's wrong and I was like this is the first time I've liked an olive because I was I felt myself over because I'm 24 now yeah and over the past three to five years I felt myself hating olives less like I couldn't stand Ooh. them and then every time I've hated them a little less and then it was dislike and then I was neutral and it was that moment in the city centre of Nottingham as Nadia Witto, my local MP, walked by and it was quite busy. It was a bit frightening. It was just after things had opened up. Yeah. And I was sat with my friend Robbie and I was like, this is the first time I've ever enjoyed an olive. <laughs> and looked him in the eye and I was like, I'm so glad that you were with me Aww. in this touching moment where I have enjoyed an olive. I feel like when I was like 26 or 27, I don't, I have, I don't have that at all with olives. Uh, and I don't know if I ever will for a reason I'll get into in a minute, but I did have that. I, cause I never liked tomatoes. I do say tomatoes mm. now sometimes. Sorry, Canada. Um, I, I never enjoyed tomatoes, tomatoes, um, tomatoes. I'd never enjoyed. Someone should write life. a song about that. I know they should. <laughs> um, and I found myself as I was like buying, as I was getting burgers, I found myself not picking them out anymore. Now I actually quite like them. And it's a really weird thing where you're like, oh, this was part of my personality that I didn't necessarily focus on, but it was absolutely a thing that was there. And it's just going away and I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm kind of there with mushrooms. Uh, when I started dating uh, Ben when I was 19, he fucking loved mushrooms and I despised mm. them. And so I just used to chop them up very, very small. And I'm still not a massive fan of the texture and I don't like them the way he does. But I feel like he brought me forward yeah. into like the ability to consume them, but I haven't enjoyed them. So, but yeah. I think that's going to catch up. I've never been one to... Like, I can't just have like a... A portobello mushroom burger but those are those yeah. are a thing of the past now it's That's vegan true. food of the past everyone's got like <laughs> you don't need to just chomp on a big mushroom anymore <laughs> no no we've got like beyond burgers and stuff now yeah. it's too real your your character in our favorite video game um yes i yeah i had this moment where i kind of realized that i'm like i don't think i'm ever gonna have that with olives because i did try because the context in which i tried an olive and i went okay, this was my chance and it's not happening, is I was in Athens. Oh. Yeah, eating food. And this there was this this place that my best friend Nadal, hello, Nadal. Uh, my best friend Nadal and I went Hi, to- Hi, Nadal. Yeah, she listens sometimes. She'll hear it eventually. We love her. I've included, you do, you do as well, Katie. You don't know her, but you love of her. Of course. Yeah, she's yeah. the best. Um, she would hate this level of attention. Uh, sorry, Nadal. Um, we, were, we were in this place in Athens called Beer Time. And- <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> but the food was you incredible. don't need a sundial in there yeah no it's like literally of, of all the food that we ate in Greece it was my favorite food it was just like bar snacks but it was so exceptionally good and there was an olive I think on the tzatziki or something and something that we got and I was like okay I'm gonna eat this and I I had it and I was like I'm glad I ate it still don't like them and so I don't think I'm ever gonna like olives in my life because if I can't like them in Greece <laughs> Yeah, the best that olives can be. Yeah, yeah, so there we go. What the fuck were we talking about? 
Paddington? Uh, Wait, no, it was Clifford the Big yeah. Red Dog. Oh, yeah, because Jack Whitehall was going to grow on me like olives did. Yeah. I don't think it will. Uh, I just yeah. referred to Jack Whitehall as it. <laughs> <laughs> Subconsciously. Um, I've got three bears. Um, yeah. I think I was just looking for bears. I can't work out how they're capitalists, other than the fact that they are supporting the idea of the nuclear family and won't share their shit with someone in need. So I guess that's kind of capitalist. Yeah. Um, I've got Katie Mitchell <laughs> because I was thinking about you know they're capitalist bears and I was like well aren't Beanie Babies inherently capitalist because they're like this they're creating false scarcity and then I was thinking of how like bit like you invested in Beanie Babies and it was kind of it was still kind am. of the, it's still on. It was kind of the Bitcoin of its day. And then I remember suggesting that to you. And then it became the intro to the podcast. Um, <laughs> big and it also there. became the, the intro to your billionaire fortune. You're going to be up in space with Steve Jobs. No, he's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Hopefully one day. Oh, I, mix, um. I, miss, I mixed up my billionaire capitalist. Oopsies. <laughs> with Bezos and uh, Richard Branson and the other yeah. one. Zuck- Is Zuckerberg doing it? I don't know. Robin I don't care. Bastards. Anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, I, Elon Musk definitely has interest in space. Oh, yeah. Oh, musky. <laughs> hey, muskhead, switch off. <laughs> if you're a muskhead and you've made it this far into the thing, you're not going to corrupt us like you did Grimes. <laughs> do, you, do you think that there's... Um, I think I'm going to suggest this to Ty. I'm going to write them a letter. I'm going to go, dear Ty, you should make an Elon Musk themed Beanie Baby, but also it's an alligator and it's called an Elon Gator. <laughs> In regards, Leslie, P.S. Katie's also here and the listeners. Hi. <laughs> I'll send them a voice note of you saying hi. <laughs> Please see my voice note. I've attached. I've attached my phone. <laughs> you, you print off the letter, wrap it around your phone, tie it in a little bow, and throw it through the window. <laughs> and I'm like, this, she could have just typed it out <laughs> on the phone. An, an email would have worked. <laughs> would have attached an audio file. <laughs> Also, uh, yes. and ex- expanding off of uh, the Beanie Baby proto Bitcoin idea, um, <laughs> you could we could restart them as NFTs, which I don't really understand, but it's some kind of um, turning art into money. Um, and a lot of people who were in memes like 20 years ago are selling the original meme for millions of dollars. And honestly, good for them because. People who like unwittingly become memes on the internet and have like one photos of them sh- themselves shared oh, yeah. around. It's gonna fucking suck, especially when yeah. you're a child. So I'm glad that those people have got like five, ten million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like it feels right. But it does. They deserve they it. Could do it. They could do it with beanie babies. <laughs> we could it could restart in a way that destroys the world. <laughs> They're made out of plastic, they're filled with plastic, they're sold with NFTs, which is a currency you get by burning coal. (laughs) 
I think basically, here's my plan, and I've sort of alluded to this, but I think basically if I manage to get hold of every Beanie Baby in the world, then we will by default own Beanie Babies. Yes. You know, Ty will be like, well, obviously you care about it more than we do. We're really into these other things that have massive fucking eyes at the moment, so. Yeah, they sell them in tourist destinations. Yeah, and so... Well, yeah, and so we'll just we'll just kind of ha- we'll we'll corner the market on Beanie Babies, and it'll be good. <laughs> I've just remembered a Phantom from a long time ago, where I I got halfway into introducing the concept of um, oh, yeah. Beanie Baby birthdays, which we will have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, we've got that one. I was like, I remember saying that we were born, and then yeah, well, something fucked up happened. <laughs> I think we might have spoken about Nick Cave for 25 minutes. I know, but minutes. why? Is it because he was in the birthday party? <laughs> oh, it was the eggs! Oh anyway, sorry. <laughs> it was the eggs. He had- it was the eggs! It, it was the eggs! So yeah, um, Katie, tell us about your birthday. <laughs> Who you share it with. My birthday is the 19th of May. Yes, I'm a tourist on the edge of Gemini, but not quite there. And um, I was born in the year of the ox, which um, is 97. So yeah. I'm cow squared, which you is are. pretty cool. Um, and then I I'm, think your your um, your uh, primal zodiac was like was something slightly cow. Oh, I think as it was well, the wasn't yak, it? It was yak. Yeah, it? yeah. You're, you're triple triple cow. Hi, I'm Katie Mitchell. I'm born. (laughs) We had to find the website. That's what that was. I'm Katie Mitchell. I was born on the 19th of May, and I share a birthday with Kenya the ostrich, Twigs the giraffe, Rebel the meerkat, Fauna the bear, Gills the shark, Humphrey the camel. Morsel the dog and Twigs the giraffe, who I believe I've already said, but for some reason it's on multiple times. There are none of these were born in 97, though. The closest is um, Twigs the giraffe at 95, so they would be 26. Oh. But I'm 24. And she's Katie Mitchell. (laughs) And I'm Katie Mitchell. (laughs) Um, The two which... Oh. Oh, so Fauna the Bear is the ones who I can actually see on our other website because we're having to cross-reference, which I suppose is actually better. Um, to get the full facts. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna fucking Harvard reference this <laughs> and, and put citations in the episode. Um, there's Fauna the Bear, who is like a, a pinkish green fuzz that is a bit gross and then twigs the giraffe is a giraffe with no spots which is and also very little neck and also i like the fact that he's retired good for him yeah he's worked hard yes but you just you just like you just love a young retiree don't you let's i'm gonna look up fauna the bear because she's cool um beanie baby because every beanie baby has a little poem just for them. It's true. I'm on Beaniepedia now. Um, oh, she's pink and yellow, not pink and green. Sorry about that. The poem is... <laughs> you should be. <laughs> How dare you? 
all the creatures big and small i can't help but love them all in a forest or in the zoo let's go see them just us two oh romantic Aww. romantic <laughs> and <laughs> she uh <laughs> this so this is this is fun um they've got like little stats on this website her birthday is the 19th of May 2007. She was released on, <laughs> on the 31st of May 2007. Um, so she had like a couple of weeks in captivity and then she retired on the 27th of December 2007. So she didn't have a long time out, but... She was here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, and she is worth approximately $10. <laughs> Well, I'm already making money off of these guys. <laughs> I would love to know what her original. You know, I feel like they were at least $15 to buy in the first place. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember. I may, I may be doing inflation in my brain, but I definitely think that they were like, you know, like a bit rich for my blood as a child. Oh, I fa- just found Twigs the giraffe. Ooh, tell me about Twigs. Uh, Twigs was uh, had much longer in captivity and but had a much longer life in general, which is very nice. They were born on the 19th of May, 1995, released on the um, 7th of January, 1996, and they oh. retired on the 1st of May, 1998. So they actually got three years of life before being <laughs> slaughtered by Ty. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um Twigs is a bright yellow giraffe covered in an orange giraffe print pattern. Uh, and his poem is, Twigs has his head in the clouds. He stands tall, he stands proud. With legs so skinny, they wobble and shake. What an unusual friend he will make. It's just backhanded as fuck. <laughs> this guy is tall with skinny legs. He's going to be a freak to have around. Fuck you. <laughs> so so mean (laughs) so mean and he had to do that for so long he didn't get like the cushy early retirement like the other bear did (laughs) already forgotten the name oh was it fauna (laughs) yes yeah i'm really actually very happy with my ones because i don't know if you know but Mm -hmm. write it in your diary (gasps) listeners i have the spookiest possible birthday My birthday is October 13th. And if you're thinking, no, Halloween would be, you are wrong because Halloween could never be on a Friday the 13th. So fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So because of this, my my Beanie Babies uh, that share my birthday are very sort of spooky, which is fitting, um, apart from one of them. And so we on my birthday, we have the following. So we've got Frady the Cat, Frady yeah. isn't afraid. Yeah. Frady the cat. Ah! So exactly. That's that's what you'll say when you see her. So she was born on 13th of October 2000. So yeah, so she was she was released. Oh my god, she had such a short life. No, no. Well, such a short such a short career, I guess. So she was born on the 13th of October 2000. She re- was released on the 3rd of September 2001. And she was retired on the 12th of November, 2001. Fuck. <laughs> but she's great. I think she was very much a Halloween release. Oh. Yeah, and her poem is this, and it's really relatable. I love it. 
superstitious people fear. I'll be I'll bring bad luck if I am near. But I'm not into all of that. I'm really just a happy cat. <laughs> it fits you very well. You know, not into it. Uh, all right. I love her. She, she's worth anywhere up to uh, 12 American dollars. <laughs> and then, so she's one of them. And then there's another one because it's very much a thematic thing. The other one is we've got Superstition the Cat who was born on 13th of October, 2006, which is when I was, when I turned 20 years old, was released on, oh, this is weird. He was born on 13th of October, 2006, but he was released almost two months before that. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you could see Katie's reaction. Very good. So is this motherfucker just like carrying around his placenta like the orphan of cars from Bloodborne? It's the only thing I can think of. So the thing is, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you him because I think I had my released before he was born. I'm I'm just gonna say you're not entirely wrong if his placenta looks like a pumpkin. Oh my god! <laughs> that is unbelievably sinister. I love him. And yeah, so then he was retired. He was retired. So his eyes are too small and too yeah. close together. And his, ne- and his nose is orange and his whiskers are orange and the inside of his ears are orange and his toe beans are orange. And he's got a five-star rating. Uh, anyway, so he was retired <laughs> 12 days after he was born. <laughs> but a few months after he was out in the world yeah. in a kind of egg sack. I love him. Let's see what his poem says. When I go out to trick or treat, I hope you'll give me something sweet. But if you give a healthy snack, I still won't let you take it back. That's why he's orange. He's eating all the carrots. Oh, yeah. Oh, good for him. Can I just share something absolutely harrowing? I forgot to check the price of... Um, Twigs the giraffe beanie baby. So I'm on Beaniepedia, and there's some which, like this one, which is like $2.95, $2.50. Most of them, however, are between around $100. There is one on for $2,000, and I was like, holy shit, that's an expensive beanie baby. And then I scrolled down, and um, there is one with a rare sticker and like some kind of fault on, say, on eBay from Woburn, MA, United States of America, for $45,000. Holy, I, I mean, we're, we're investing and we're going to do well. Most of them are 100 to $200 and then some, which are like $3. It's such a wild range in prices, one for $10,000. Yeah, that's, that is, it is a weird red Rare Tybini baby, twigs of giraffes. Asterisk, perfect mint condition, asterisk. For char- for charity, charity spelled C-H-E-R-I-T-Y. Charity. 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 So yeah, pod, um, podcast listeners, uh, we do have a Kofi. If you want to donate, we you know, if we get $45,000, we can buy this little fucked up giraffe. Or we could buy another one for two dollars. <laughs> Just see which one's better. I've got a list now, actually. If you want to move on to another segment. Yeah. All right. Here is my segment. It is an exhaustive ranking of beanie baby frogs. Ribbit. So, 
There are, from my research, 11 Beanie Baby Frogs. Oh, wow. So I'm going to tell you about all of them, and I'm going to tell you about them from the worst to the best. Yeah. So, in 11th place, we've got Lovey the Frog, which is horrible, which is named Lovey, which is only acceptable if if it's a nickname for John Lovitz. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know who John Lovitz is. Yeah, I, I feel like that's okay. <laughs> Who's John Lovitz? He's a guy, a, an American comic actor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but anyway, I, I assume that's who this frog was named after. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's only sensible. <laughs> Lovey the Frog's release date, uh, which was the first of July two thousand eleven, was before her birthday, the fifth of November two thousand eleven. Which we've just discovered can be a thing, but it's still unsettling, especially that many months ahead of time. You know. Mm. So she evidently has some kind of time travel plot going on, in which I am not interested. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to know. No, <laughs> no, Lovey, fuck off. She's pink, which is cool, but like she's just carrying a heart around, which is worrying. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, that's her. We don't like her. In number 10, we have Charm the Frog, which oh. I will not. <laughs> um, Charm the Frog is wearing a crown. No. No. I just stole your joke. I'm yeah, sorry. No, it's a good I joke liked about. it and I took yeah, it. No, it's okay. We share. We can share it. I'm Thank willing you. to share that one. But if you try to take my tattoo joke, oh, I, I ought to... <laughs> Hey, I can't deliver it the way you do. <laughs> so, yeah. Beanie so, babies. Beanie baggy, baggies. <laughs> baggies. Piggy baggies. Um, <laughs> Piggy baggy. <laughs> Piggy baggy. Oh, Mr. Um, Solo. Piggy <laughs> baggy. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so, charm the is it is it in Manchester where there's that gig called Beat the Frog? Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to start my own comedy Beaky. club is my point. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, they do like a, a notoriously ruthless gong. So I'm going to yeah. do one across the road called Charm the Frog. Where I just, like every <laughs> act, we just not. give them a free drink and we just stroke their arms Aww. gently to make them feel safe. Yes. I think that will be nice. Um, but the trouble with Charm the Frog is that he's wearing a crown and he's smug as shit. Oh no! And I've just written "Eat the Rich." <laughs> so, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Charm the Frog on my list my list of top ten capitalist bears, of which we had seven before we got yes, started. <laughs> We're adding to it. So then, in number nine, we have Smoochie the Frog, and Smoochie the Frog is definitely a fuckboy. Oh, and we know this because the poem for Smoochie the Frog raises the question of whether he's a prince. So it's manipulating the general public just to get him some action. You know? It's not good stuff. It's not a good look for Smoochie. No. Number eight. We have Kissable the Frog. Wow, they are going for a theme. I know, which is the worst named one yet. Kissable. Yeah. And then I've written, can there be fuck girls? Because she is one. (laughs) I Um, think they're called slags over there. Fucking hey. bunch of sluts. <laughs> hey, a little bit of uh, like English cultural history for, my, for you, my Canadian friend. They're called slags. <laughs> no, this will be good. I know you've only just moved to the United Kingdom. It's um, true. It was, but... it was only it was only very recently. 
Where am I? <laughs> what are they are? They're called slaves. Can I? Can I? <laughs> where? Can I pay? Can I pay with dollars here? <laughs> hey, who's your president? <laughs> hey, I'm walking here in London, England. Hey, I live in London and I'm being stabbed because that's what you do. I called 911 and the police didn't even turn up. <laughs> that's what you say because you're from Canada. That's true. That's what we sound like. <laughs> that's what you sound like. You call the NYPD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just, I'm just like, hey, why aren't your cabs yellow? <laughs> Where can someone get a good slice of pizza pie? <laughs> so yeah so kissable the frog kissable the frog she's also wearing a crown oh so they're like meant to be i I, maybe i don't know because she's got something in common she has things in common with both charm and smoochie so maybe it's like a love triangle actually i hadn't thought of this um but anyway she she sucks but i'm still more okay with her than the other two because that she has things in common with because she's not a man i think basically yeah hey girl boss boss yeah number seven (gasps) we have croaks the frog croaks croaks uh who whose tongue is sticking out all the time Oh no. I know, which must be very uncomfortable. He must have a very dry mouth. And basically, no wonder he's croaking. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And also, it's kind of that thing where they're like, so he has a thing where his tongue sticks out all the time. What, like, don't bring that up constantly. You know I what know. I mean? It's like calling Jaws from James Bond Jaws. And it's like, he's got metal teeth. His name's, his name's Barry or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> like yeah exactly just fucking let people have like just focus on other things it's really boring to focus on the most obvious thing yeah yeah in number six we have classic sanrio character karapi the frog sanrio is the hello kitty one isn't it it is so they're mm. frog so you got to be any baby of him um mm. which you know i'm I just, it's always nice to see a Sanrio character out and about, you know, especially somewhere you don't expect to see one. Mm. However, the reason that he's so low on the list is that he doesn't have a poem? Who does he think he is? Oh, I know. Turn up prepared. You can't just turn up <laughs> to this open mic poetry night without a poem <laughs> and, and just, just go, kind of. I didn't write one. And here are some of my opinions. I've not been at a poetry night where someone's turned up without a poem and has just gone on stage and talked about their opinions to silence for 10 minutes straight. I've never done that. I, no. I mean, I've, I've never done that and I've never seen that happen. That one no. is the lie. Um, <laughs> Number five. We've got Legs the Frog, who is floppy. Oh. Yeah, which is a, a feature we Plus, really like. Yep. And he's won the original nine Beanie Babies. Oh, an OG. I know. Yeah. An OG Froggy. OG Froggy. <laughs> In number four, Kermit the Frog. Oh, what? what? Yeah. And so I've just written underneath his name. Yes. Yes. A crossover we definitely needed. Mm-hmm. But then he's surprisingly Christmas themed. He's just wearing a little Santa hat. And also, he's timeless. His th- this Beanie Baby launched in 2012 and hasn't been retired yet. How how is how is he fourth? What I can't see any negatives. 
Well, just because it's there's no negatives. It's just that he just he just I love him, but 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 I already knew him, you know. And so some of the others uh, are just more exciting because I didn't know them yet. True. I thought you meant because it was Christmas themed, and you were like, oh, I don't like the Christmas theme. No, I no, I'm 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 a okay with all of it. It's just you know, like I I'm I always have time for Kermit, but it's just kind of like Truly. I will see you, I'll see you everywhere I go, Kermit. Whereas some of the others I've only just met, and so I want to spend more time with them. Hmm. Number three, <gasps> Panama. Let's say that again without me croaking, like croaks the frog. <clears throat> Panama, the tree frog. Um, Ooh, tree yeah. frog frogs are pretty. Yeah, exactly. And so Panama is just really cool looking and has sparkly hands and feet. Holy shit. I know. Number two, <laughs> Dart, Dart the frog. Oh? Yeah, so Dart the frog is blue and purple. Looks shifty as fuck and is probably poisonous. And I like all of that. Yes. A lot. And finally, number one, Webley the frog. So he's super fuzzy. Love that. <gasps> yes. He's got big feet. Me too. <laughs> and here's his poem. <clears throat> I live on a lily pad with my froggy mom and dad. <laughs> when I want to play with a friend... Ribbit is the message I'll send. <laughs> He's just the best one. <laughs> the fact that he can obviously talk, but says Ribbit out of choice. I know. I know. There, well, there's there's a few things. Like one, that doesn't sound like enough room for three of you to live on one, one lily pad. Yeah, they don't have any shelters. By definition, exposed. Yeah, two... I mean, I don't want to assume too much, but I would assume this frog's parents are probably also frogs. Yes. Yeah. And three, I feel like Ribbit would just class be classified as like a hello or a generic noise. And so for for him to try to, it's like, it's, like, I mean, it's just like he's someone messaging you late at night to try to get a Ribbit. <laughs> Everyone listening to the podcast, whenever you're listening to the podcast, I I know some people tend to cook while they're like, or they tend to listen to this while they're cooking or tidying the house or something. You do yeah. need to go on Twitter and at us um, <laughs> and just go ribbit. Yeah. Um, I don't care if you're listening back to this like six months, a year yeah. in advance, if this is in our like retrospective, put this clip on Graham Norton, get everyone in the audience to do it when we're both <laughs> massive famos. Yeah. Like, it's yeah aftwkal podcast on twitter yes also like follow us <laughs> please please we not advertise that much but we just we do need followers on our twitter yeah yeah it's, it's good i'll sometimes add little little extra bits of information after tweets that don't make it onto the other social medias because you could just have do threads on twitter so it's more conducive to that sort of shit hell yeah yeah. So anyway, so that's that's a definitive list of uh, frogs. Hey, Leslie. Yes. Ribbit. Hey, Katie. Hi. Do you want to do you want to play ribbit, this space? Ribbit yourself. <laughs> hey, why don't you go ribbit yourself? <laughs> anyway, I what I did want to say is that all was uh, a big se- setup for another segment that I wanted to do, Katie. Yes. It's a classic segment. It's a classic segment. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Stop oh. sitting on a log. It's time to find out. Can you spell frog? 
oh gee, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> I got the highest mark in my year in English from my GCSE. If you think she just put that on for the podcast, I could tell from her face that she didn't. I can't even see it. It's behind her microphone. <laughs> I can tell that I've gone bright red. Yeah. it's 10 o'clock at night (laughs) we normally record around like 10 30 in the morning so this is a different vibe (laughs) and i've had a cider which is which i don't normally drink and also is not the certainly not the case when we record in the morning i I also i had a cider with i had a cider with dinner like a 16 year old And I pretended to be drunk for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, I'm just going to go on live journal and tell everyone how drunk I am. I can barely type. (laughs) It's a little insight into my teenage self. Oh, that's freaky. F-R-O-G. Exactly, it is F-R-O-G. Stop sitting (laughs) on a log. It's time to find out. Can you spell frog? <laughs> you might say it's too early to bring that segment back because it's the next episode. And to that, no. I say, you know, it, no, it's not. No. Hey, to that, <laughs> you, you say. Stop sitting <laughs> on a log. It's time to find out. Can you spell frog? <laughs> I really like that. Hey, that happens in the song. <sighs> <laughs> Shall we do a sort of just give our, give ourselves like a minute to write a poem? Yeah. Cool. Should I put the spooky version of the Jeopardy music on it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna be Katie the horseshoe crab. Nice, because I really like horseshoe crabs. You you do. One day in the 1970s, a fucking shovel did bleed on the beach. Boogie. <laughs> Excellent. In reference to the the horseshoe crab blood being very valuable for use in medicine. Yes. And boogie because I like to boogie. Yeah, I do. I know yes, sir. I can boogie. But you need a certain song. I and do. what song is that? It's for the frog one. What? Oh, yeah. Put, so put the frog one. Okay, cool. Stop sitting <laughs> on a log. It's time to find out. Can you spell frog? It wasn't that one. No, you know what would have been, been a really, really funny joke on my part? Say the put the frog one on again. <laughs> so that's my Beanie Baby soda. Katie, Katie the horseshoe crab. One day in the 1970s, a fucking shovel did bleed on the beach boogie. <laughs> it's amazing. Do you want to hear my poem? Yeah. Cool. Oh my gosh, who is she? She is me and I'm called Leslie. 
Six foot three, <laughs> green hair on me. I'm at one to one scale, baby. <laughs> and it's not just you in Beanie Baby form, like Nick Cave's wife. Yeah, just me, but felted, but full size. <laughs> oh, fuck, yes. I need to get one of those to, like, so that when we're recording the podcast, it can feel better. We've never done one in person. No, we haven't. We will. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, so that's, um, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned, listeners, to see how it goes with our fame and fortune that we get, because we are going to get famous from from the Beanie Babies as well. Yeah, when you own all of the Beanie Babies, the media's at your feet. Rupert yeah. Murdoch is at your doorstep going, please, can I get a Twiggy the giraffe? <laughs> I'm Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> we want to be a billionaire so fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> Etc. That song be on the cover of Forbes magazine, standing next to Beanie Babies of Oprah and the. <laughs> Thank you for listening to a fun time with Katie and Leslie. To find all of Katie Mitchell's, yeah, that's me. So socials listed on my link tree, which is um, linktr.ee slash Katie Zoe Mitchell. So l i n k t r dot e e slash katie zoe mitchell and everything's on there god doesn't it save time (laughs) i haven't made a link tree so you can find me in the following places uh i leslie ewing burgess am on facebook uh if you go to facebook.com slash boobsly or if you search for leslie ewing burgess which it is difficult to spell but i think you can do it or if you want to find me on twitter or instagram both of them are at rainbow ziggy and that's essentially the places that I am. There you are. Yep. I might like make a, I might make a link tree soon. And if you want to find that link tree, look at any of those profiles and I will have it on there eventually. I'll do some more plugs eventually. But it's nice talking to you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Yes, wait. And, and if you want to find the podcast on social media. Oh, fuck. We do have a link tree for that. And that is linkter.ee slash Katie and Leslie. Or we're basically Katie and Leslie on most things, but then we're AFTWKAL podcast on Twitter because Katie and Leslie was taken and suspended. (laughs) Wow. Which is always the case when you want any URL on Twitter. I can't believe we've already, we got canceled before we've even started. (laughs) I know, it's upsetting. Otherwise, why would we? (laughs) That's not the way she speaks then. (laughs) Okay. All right. <clears throat> you know? Oh, you sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, oh, I think that's pull something up. <laughs> 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 what is it? Is it a beanie baby? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, no, no, not it now. Beanie baby, baby beanie, beanie bennies. Oh my god, what's Bane sound like? Hello. Oh, we are on the edge of what can be considered content, and I am in the dark. In the dark. I was born to be stuffed with little plastic bellets. You were just born into gravity. I was understuffed and I molded by.